1: The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by Hemisphere Coffee com, Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at Hemisphere Coffee Roasters.com. You can catch the podcast of The Bruce Hooley Show online at TheAnswerDayton.com and 989TheAnswer.com. Hour number one, we recapped yesterday's Columbus Metropolitan Club luncheon on House Bill 616. Now it's time to welcome a recurring guest on the Bruce Hooley Show. He is Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org. You can follow him on Twitter, at OhioMatt. And Matt, let's start with the Michael Sussman trial. The Clinton lawyer, the DNC lawyer, found not guilty. They are certainly crowing about it on all the major networks and most of the cable networks. Do you think this means the end of the John Durham probe?
2: Yeah, so thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, of course, the, they're crowing. Chris Sillow, the, the hack uh, political guy in D.C., you know, already wrote that this damages Trump's allegation of, of fraud in the 2016 election. And it's kind of like, OK, Chris, not sure if you realize it, but Durham you know, put, put more evidence on than you need to demonstrate that. The Clinton campaign absolutely created the Russia hoax and the Alpha Bank hoax. So this vindicated Trump more than you could possibly imagine, but but that's not surprise. The left's going to do that. But look, I wasn't surprised by this acquittal just because the judge and jury, uh, you know, Durham stood no chance uh, of convicting a politically connected Democrat in the District of Columbia, where only four percent of voters voted for Trump and ninety-two percent uh, voted for you know Democrat. Any Democrat, just put them up and they'll vote for him because that's the way DC
1: is. Matt Mayer of OpportunityOhio.org is our guest. Look for him on Twitter, at OhioMatt. I mean, I find a million things curious about this. So Michael Sussman's going in. He's going to meet with James Baker. He texts him privately. He doesn't go through any switchboard. There's no, like, little pink paper. Hey, you got a meeting set up, nothing on the calendar. And then no notes are taken during the meeting. Like I mean, I'm figuring if there's a presidential candidate and you've got dirt on him dealing with a foreign adversary – maybe i'd keep a note on that if i'm james baker but to me the thing looked like a stacked deck from the very beginning
2: well it it, it was right the 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 whole you know i'm doing this for the good of my country was you know as he's saying it right he's winking with his eye (laughs) you know you know what i mean yeah sure of course baker's going oh yes of course this isn't on behalf of a client because the, the fbi wanted to be lied to in order for them to kind of essentially pursue this thing and and go after Trump to stop Trump uh, you know by any means necessary and you know look the fact that Michael Sussman carries around a, a security badge you know, you notice that too right yes. if you need me to help you know i i've got a badge why is a private lawyer with a law firm connected to a political party walking around with an FBI badge that allows him to get into the building in a way that need, you and i could never do just because he has past experience look i worked in homeland security the day I left on May first, two 2006, I, they walked me to the gate. They took my BlackBerry, which was secure. They took my three-star highest clearance you get in government badge, and I walked out the gate, and that was all she wrote. I, I lost my clearances because I was no longer employed. So the fact that Sussman's walking around with the badge is deeply problematic. But I saw Tucker Carlson last night, exclusive reporting, that apparently the Perkins Coie law firm has some type of you know, office – in their office, that's like a satellite office of the FBI. It's oh a bizarre arrangement. So there's some weird stuff still going on.
1: Matt Mayer, our guest, Opportunity Ohio, OpportunityOhio.org. Follow him on Twitter, at OhioMatt. Yeah, some weird stuff going on, including the fact that the judge in the case, not just an Obama judge, I'm not saying that Obama judges can't be fair and follow the law, but who's this judge's wife?
2: Yeah, and this gets into this, like, the vestuousness of D.C., right? So this judge is an Obama, Obama judge, made lots of rulings that hurt Durham in the lead up to this thing, but turns out his wife is a lawyer, and guess what? Her client is Lisa Page. Lisa Page is one of is you know the lawyer who was at the DOJ that was with Peter Strzok, the lovers right having right. Their, the adulterous affair, you know doing everything they can to take down Trump. So. You know, oh, by the way, and she's also an Ohio State law grad, FYI. She oh, nice.
1: did not know well, that. She fits yeah, right in she, in, the, uh, proud, in the William Kerwin Institute.
2: Work. Yeah, she's a proud piece of work of Ohio State. But, but yeah, so the, the judge's wife is is the lawyer for Lisa Page. Like, okay, that seems to be a conflict to me because Lisa Page, I believe, is still, you know, a person of interest uh, for John Durham's investigation. But, again, you go there, then you get to the jury, and good Lord, a me- that's a mess.
1: Well, uh, the jury's a mess. Just give me a brief rundown on some of the things that stood out to you about the jury, because I do want to ask you about uh, this uh, to me. I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. Clear double standard on the way the 1-6 protesters are being treated in this particular instance. But give us a reminder on the jury and the things that uh, were. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised some of these people were allowed to sit on the jury.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, three of them were Clinton donors. So don't, they donated to the 2016 Clinton campaign. So that that's a problem. But one of the jurors. Their, their daughter plays on the same sports team as Sussman's daughter. Ugh. So, can I, let me just tell you, I don't know if you've got kids and if you have played the kind of sports stuff that a, my kids have, but I can just tell you, can you imagine the pressure on that juror, you know, to to to, to, to convict this guy, in knowing that things like this would get said, your mom put my dad in jail, yep. or you go to the sideline, you know, so I'm sorry, we don't sit, we don't sit with Trump enablers, we don't sit with people that put our friends in jail. Like, I mean. Pressure was, would have been enormous. That, that jury should have been struck from the get-go, but nope, it was, was sat there and it was part of the part of the acquittal. So lots of issues like that that again only can happen in the D.C. where where you're not really getting a jury of your peers, you're getting a j- jury of of partisan Democrats. So you know, hope you're if you're a Democrat, you're going to get off, and buddy, if you're a Republican, hope to God you don't get tried in, in D.C. because you you get you stand no chance, which is which what gets us to the
1: one sixers. Matt Mayer is our guest, OpportunityOhio.org. Follow him on Twitter, at OhioMatt. Yeah, anybody who's had a kid on a sports team, you have parties, you go to parties, you socialize. That's a friendship. That should have been outlawed for sure. But let's get to the 1-6 people. What do we know about their status right now? Some have had their cases heard, but some just appear to me to just be languishing in prison for they were all out of line going in there. I get it, but a lot of them went in there, I think, unknowing what the severity of they would be charged with. And they just appear to be languishing. And I think the Democrats enjoy them languishing in prison and don't appear to be in any hurry to adjudicate their cases.
2: These are hyperpartisan prosecutions because many of these folks, they didn't get engaged in violence. They didn't do any vandalism. They literally walked in, and in some cases, there's video of them walking in as the police are, are allowing them to walk in. They've opened the door, and the police are standing there, and they are talking to the police, and they walk into the Capitol, and they've been now they've been charged with trespass, and they just they're just languishing in jail. You know, last week you had this this one case where the judge brought in a Trump flag,
1: and and had
2: a Trump flag you know waving around. Uh, for the juror, which had to taint the juror, because again, this is a juror now of a bunch of partisan DC voters. So you think that they're going to actually, have the the the, the defendant stand any chance of being acquitted? So there's just it's it's really wrong how like again, if they committed violence, if they did vandalism, great, let's get them. But but boy, it shouldn't take over a year and a half for that to happen. If, if we're talking process crimes, they trespass, they walked into the Capitol. My goodness, that's a misdemeanor. These people should be out of jail and they should be you know, living their lives, you know, put them on probation, time served, whatever. But the fact that these, so many of these folks are still sitting in jail, uh, not, not being given bail uh, and, and put in front of these judges who lecture them and, and bring out their politics, these Obama judges, uh, it just goes to show you how problematic it can be if you're if you're tried in the District of Columbia.
1: Yeah, I mean, to me, I've dubbed it for some of them, not all of them, but for some of them, I've dubbed it insurrection by selfie because I think that's all they were trying to do was take their picture in the Capitol. Uh, let's move yeah, to
2: the- right. keep in mind, Bruce. I mean, at the same time, right? You had you know far more damage done to federal buildings across this country, uh, over a thousand law enforcement officers injured and killed by antifa blm mm-hmm. rioters mm-hmm. and those folks are like literally being let off with wrist slaps. so again very different very different treatment of very similar situated defendants
1: let's move to the ohio senate race uh yesterday haley b miller columbus dispatch painting like i get your popcorn ready it's going to be close jd vance and tim ryan uh, I'll take J.D. Vance by five points right now, because I don't think Tim Ryan has a record he wants to run on, and I don't think he wants to run on the president's record. Uh, am I wrong? Uh, is this being uh, magnified, the initial polling results that have them purportedly close, as a race that will be close in November?
2: Yeah, of course you're not wrong. This is this is the dispatch doing what the partisan hack dispatch now does, right, which is to, to try to depress Republicans and donors to J.D., to try to pump up tim ryan donors to ryan by making it look like this was this is within the margin of error and you know this it's like they were doing running up to the 2016 to 2020 election with trump right oh oh, clinton clinton this clinton's gets close close. and trump won by eight points both times so the idea that tim ryan is you know within striking distance at this point of, of jd is a bit laughable especially given everything else going on high gas prices right uh you know the inflation hitting through the roof, people getting pressured by all the things they're getting pressured by, you know, credit card debt, uh, mortgages, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The Democrat, who's the party of Biden, is <laughs> within striking distance in a state that's red, you know, you know, against J.D., who's a very popular guy, has a great biography. You know, it, it's just laughable, but it's it's predictable for what the dispatch is all about, you know, post-Wolf family uh, ownership.
1: Matt Mayer, he joins us every week. Follow him, OhioMatt, on Twitter at OhioMatt and OpportunityOhio.org. Matt, look forward to our visits always. Thanks for your time today. Hey, thank you. Our new clock precludes us. From going past certain points with our hard breaks on the quarter hour, I would love to have gotten Matt's take on the Johnny Depp trial. Two narcissists. The fitting end there would have been for both of them to have not gotten a red cent from each other after airing their dirty laundry and embarrassing themselves on national TV. Bruce Hooley show on The Answer. The Answer Network includes 94.5 in Dayton and also 98.9 in Columbus. And I appreciate Matt Mayer's joining us. Matt Mayers with Opportunity Ohio. You can catch uh, that at the top of the 12 o'clock hour of the show. Aaron podcasts the show in half-hour increments so you can hear it commercial-free. It'll play about 20 minutes. A great way to get a brisk walk around the neighborhood or on the treadmill. We come to you from the PatriotSwitch.com studios, Patriot Switch. Your opportunity to find out about a very unique, very successful, very long-standing successful company that is family-owned. It is located out west. They manufacture all their own household goods, personal care items, things you're already buying for your home. Dishwasher soap, dishwashing liquid, laundry detergent, deodorant, shaving cream, lotion, All these kinds of things. They don't advertise. They ship direct to consumer. They don't play the game that big companies play. Why? Because they don't want to be subject to cancel culture. They don't want to be extorted to give to woke causes by organizations that will threaten them with boycotts and pickets if they don't donate to big organizations. If you advertise, if you put products on shelves at Walmart, Target, places like that, why do you think Johnson & Johnson and Unilever and Procter & Gamble and Pepsi and Coke Why do you think they're so beholden to woke corporations? Because, because cancel culture comes for them if they don't donate to those causes. It's easier to pay them and make them go away. And you think, as a consumer, I don't have an alternative. Well, you do have an alternative. And the alternative is one that doesn't advertise. So you have to inquire, and then I can tell you about them. So you go to PatriotSwitch.com and click on my name, Bruce Hooley, in the How Did You Hear About Us menu. And I will get in touch with you, me personally. Uh, And we'll talk, we'll talk, we'll talk about things we talk about on the show, we'll talk about how you can be purposeful and intentional with your shopping dollars. So go to PatriotSwitch.com and click on, how did you hear about us, Bruce Hooley. Uh, I hold in my hand, I went to the uh, Metropolitan Club luncheon yesterday with a stack of stories from the dispatch indicating how slanted the dispatch's reporting has been on House Bill 616. And every day, to take you behind the curtain a little bit, when I prepare for the show, I print out a bunch of news stories and then go through them and highlight what I think is newsworthy, and I give you my analysis of them. Invariably, there are stories that I don't get to every day, and they pile up, and I categorize them by topic. Well, we've now reached the point where, just in the last two weeks, just in the last two weeks, I have a mounting stack of stories that address the... I'll call it lunacy, that's out there in our public schools. Here's one from uh, yesterday. Wake County, North Carolina, pre-K teacher resigns after LGBTQ plus flashcards reportedly found in class. Okay, this is a kindergarten teacher in North Carolina. She's teaching kindergartners their colors, their colors, and she shows them a flashcard. With a woman hugging a man, and the man is pregnant. So, when people like Scott Demaro tell me, uh, he's with the Ohio Education Association, tell me that teachers aren't bringing their own personal beliefs and agendas into classrooms, I don't believe him. They have lost the ability to gain my trust because of stories like this. And you say, well, that's North Carolina, Bruce. It has nothing to do with here. Scioto Ridge Elementary School, Olentangy School District. Nine-year-old biological boy in the girls' restroom. He identifies as a transgender girl. Parents of the girls were not told. They walk in. He's changing his clothes after a water fight. Upper Arlington High School. Upper Arlington Elementary School. Windermere. They're reading books in kindergarten provided by Harper's Corner. And by the way, I'm going to call my shot on Harper's Corner, okay? Harper's Corner is is something that donates books, LGBTQ plus books and other uh, gender identity, sexual orientation books. They donate these books to schools. They've donated over 800 books to myriad districts in central Ohio. Even rural districts have them. Okay, so the other day I go to look up the Harper's Corner website and it says it's out of business. It says it's out of business. I'm calling no on that. There's no way Harper's Corner's out of business. I'll tell you what they've done. They've gone underground because they just put out the word in a This Week newspaper article years ago and instantly, instantly got nine grand from people donating who are, you know, those who want their kids taught this stuff in school. It's fine. Make your own choice. I'm all about it. But your freedom stops when you're intruding on other kids whose parents don't want them to hear that. So, I said my stack of stories. Here we go. Headlines. Only time for headlines, really. Maybe a quick synopsis. Cops in Northern Virginia are probing a middle school librarian who said that students, students, middle school librarian, who says that students are sex workers to justify having a pro-prostitution book in the library. Here's the lead. Police in Northern Virginia investigating after a middle school librarian defended a pro-prostitution book by saying it belonged in the library because many of the school's 11- to 13-year-old students are sex workers. Unbelievable. Another one. Blatant disregard for parental rights. A school district is telling teachers to hide students' gender transitions from parents. This is very common, very common. In Olentangy, they ask kids their pronouns on a survey... Didn't ask the parents' permission to ask them their pronouns. And the kids are like, well, I ask them my pronouns. Like, what are you talking about? I'm a boy. I'm a he. What are you talking about? Uh, Another one. Pride Fest Kitty Corner includes affirming books, lots of crafts, and drag kids dress up. Boy, you should have heard the cat calls that I got yesterday at this forum when I brought up that Nationwide Children's Hospital. Nationwide Children's Hospital has a it gets weirder, mental health ambassador, who is a dude, doesn't pretend he's a girl, he's not transgender girl, he's a dude, he dress in wild, garish, loud, bombastic, now you picture your five-year-old kid in Nationwide Children's Hospital with a broken leg, he comes in here from, I don't know, some rural area, he trucks in here. He broke his leg in three places from Coldwater, from Maria Stein, from Johnstown, from West Liberty, from Bell Fountain, from Urbana. He's a rural kid and in walks this dude in colored hair, shouting, screaming, yelling, I'm Nina West. I'm Nina West. Nina West is a guy in women's clothes who Nationwide Children's Hospital bills as a mental health ambassador. Now, that's not confusing for the kid who's never seen a guy dressed in women's clothes, pretending to be a girl, nothing to see here. Everything's fine. This is our mental health ambassador. He's not crazy. You must be crazy because you think he's weird and you are creeped out by the fact that he is in your room. We are through the looking glass here, people through the looking glass